Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Saints Hour. Mike Hoss, along with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis after a tough, tough loss at San Francisco. And we've said a lot of these similar topics before. You do so many things right during a game, but sometimes in execution, sometimes the ball bounces funny, sometimes things happen, can't get into the end zone, turnovers, and, and it was a it was a tough loss. It ends a streak of shutouts that go back to 2001. Um, and it was an important one. I know you know that, but uh, this one was tough because you did not play bad football. Yeah, look, I think, uh, you know, first of all, we're not happy with the result. No one is. Um, we don't like the result. And yet I try to look at these things with with uh, uh, um, with a positive eye. There's There were some good things that happened, like there are in most games. And there's some things that um, that weren't as good. And look, there's some things that are out of our control as well. So we knew going in, the San Francisco 49ers are a really good team, one of the top teams in the NFL. And so we knew it was going to be a tough game. It was probably going to be a close game. Um, if if you just said to me, "Hey, we're going to hold them to 13 points," that I said we're going to win. Um, and we had opportunities to score. Look, we we moved the ball. There were some really good things on offense. But you still have to be able to finish. And we weren't able to do that in this game. And, and as a result, um, we didn't win. Defensively, it felt like really they were able to get pressure on Garoppolo. And maybe not a sack all the time, but there was consistent pressure with four. And there were just a lot of things that, that, that happened. Again, like you talk about, you know, 13 points. They weren't nearly – they had been averaging 55% on third down, they were at 38%. Now, I, I want to get into the red zone because they struggled in the red zone, one of three, one of three goal to go, which is you do your part defensively, but unfortunately, your offense was 0 for 2 red zone and 0 for 2 for goal for goal. So it's it's this weird kind of uh, dichotomy where you do, you, it's, it's got to be a full team effort. It can't be just defense and it can't be just offense. It's got to be both. Yeah, you, you have to play in all phases of the game. And, and look, I know Sean used to say, listen, if if, uh, if it's a low-scoring game, he's mad at the defense for not holding them even lower. And if it's a high-scoring game, he, he gets mad at the offense for not scoring more. So um, it's a team game. You know, we lose that. We, we win as a team and we lose as a team. And, and uh, that's just that's the way it is in the NFL. And typically, you know, we've been a good red zone team. Um even this year, you know, we've been a good red zone team, and yet you can't be 0-2 and, and expect to win the game. 
I know no one is harder on himself in these situations than Alvin Kamara. And it is something that we're just not used to. He only had two lost fumbles in his first five years and four this year. And I, and I was talking um, last night on the, on the Saints coaches show, and I just don't think there's going to be anybody. You don't have to, you know, reprimand or talk to Alvin. Alvin's going to do that to himself, correct? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He, uh, no one feels worse about, uh, a, you know, a fumble or a bad play than, uh, than Alvin. And, look, all of our players are like that. This this is not uh, – uh, this is a group that cares. They care about, you know, winning games. They care about making good plays. And no one feels worse about making a, a mistake than, than the player involved. So that, that's – you know, that that's just professional football. And, look, some of it is, is uh, you know, circumstance. You know, Fred Warner is is one of the best in our league at punching out uh, top down punch outs in terms of uh, the ball carrier, and he did that to Alvin. Alvin's aware of it. Um, just got caught in a bad spot, um, and then the and the uh, last play near the goal line is you know the the uh, safety put it puts his shoulder pads right on the ball, and look, it happens sometimes. It's uh, we don't like it. Um, as you said, it's very unusual uh, with Alvin, but. It happened, and and look, we've got to be able to, you know, pick that up as in terms of the rest of the team, and and uh, and not let one mistake or two mistakes, you know, deter you from from winning. We had other opportunities, and and we just didn't uh, we didn't cash in on them. Nice pass from Taysom Hill to Chris Olave. I'm not going to ask you anything about penalties that would ever get you in trouble. I'm just curious about what they said, what the officials said on the Olave catch. I'm not saying you have to say whether it's good or bad, but what was their explanation for that overturn? Well, I haven't heard that yet. I think it was a catch. That's just me. Um, oh, no, 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 no. It's not just you. It's not just you. <laughs> I can assure uh, I, you I, I don't really understand how it could be overturned, even if it was, uh, you know, questionable. Look, there, there's some things that are out of our control. Um, I feel like you know, Chuck Knox used to tell me and used to say, listen, I know that over the long run it evens out. I just don't know that I'm going to be here over the long run. And so that's kind of the way we're feeling right now is that supposedly these things even out over the long run, but we're not feeling like uh, like it is. And the way it's kind of worked out, it's been different. I'm trying to go back to maybe even as far as the Monday night Baltimore game, which would have been what, week eight. And so the, at that, for whatever reason, because the way the schedule had played out, the NFC South each weekend had pretty much taken care of itself. Like you knew by the time you played Baltimore, maybe even the Thursday night game with Arizona, and then because Tampa played in uh, Germany and because of the, the late, you've always kind of known kind of where what you needed to do and, and where things stood. And that's got to be just even more frustrating because as you were playing, you knew that Atlanta had lost. You knew that Tampa had lost it to Cleveland on the road and just working so hard to try to take advantage of it and just not able to do so. Well, look, I, I don't really think that impacts the, any one of these games. I mean, we're, we're, we're trying to win every game um, regardless of what the rest of the teams in our division do. Look, we're fortunate enough that we still have a chance, right? And we do, we're fully aware of that. We've got lots to play for. Uh, over these last five games, but um, it doesn't really change what's happening at you know during the during the game itself. We're trying to win it. Um, you know, guys are playing hard. Our coaches are coaching hard, and and uh, 
again, we're giving ourselves opportunities, but we just haven't been able to uh, take advantage of it yet. You are listening to the Saints Hour on this Tuesday night along the network. Back with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis after this timeout on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We are speaking with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis and was looking at the turnover situation just throughout, well, really just about Tampa. Uh, your next game, Monday night, uh, a team that you've played very well against both home and away other than that playoff game. And, and it looked very similar just in a couple of, of ways. If you look at the Tampa defense and turnovers, They've only had two in the last seven games. And the Saints, defense and turnovers, just two in the last seven games. So it's it's kind of, you know, very, very similar in that route. And it's and we know how turnovers play. We talk about it every week and how it is the most important factor. Uh, do you have any – I mean, it's, it's kind of strange to me, even though it's been two different quarterbacks and different coaches and just the ability that you guys have gone down to – Raymond James Stadium and played so well in recent years. And I'm not just talking about, you know, 2021 with uh, Dennis Allen. It goes back all the way to 2011, 12, 13, 14, 15, things like that. Well, I, you know, I think, look, first of all, it's a division opponent. So we're very familiar with each other. And, and uh, you know, look, we've had a long stretch of continuity, you know, from 2006 until – you know, 2021, we had the same head coach and and uh, same quarterback for most of that era. So we've had we've had the advantage of continuity and stability, and and they, you know they've had a number of changes over that same time frame. So part of that is just circumstance. Um, you know, relative to this team, you you know one thing they're doing really well is protecting the football, and they're plus two in the in the uh, turnover takeaway ratio, and and we're minus 14, and I think that's probably the tail of the tape in terms of of, uh, of our season so far. So we need to correct that. We need to get more takeaways. Um, we're, we're fully aware of it, and we need to um, protect the football. Let's say hypothetically, and this is a big hypothetical, that I'm a referee. Let's say I'm a good referee. How many times in a normal football game, I'll, I'll give you college, NFL, would or could I call illegal you know, control, illegal touching five yards down the field. I mean, it, it, how many, I can, how often can I call that in an NFL game? Yeah, I, you know, I don't know that, Mike. I don't even want to get into it. I don't want to get in a conversation about the, uh, about the officiating. Um, they have a tough job to do and, and for the most part do a good job. So I probably, I probably should stay away from All right. that. It was, I was, so, I was, and it I'll, was, I'll, let, I'll let you and the listeners discuss it all you want. <laughs> it was, it was, a, it was a kind of a back door to see if I, I just because to me it's, I will just say this and I'll say it. It's, it's something like you can call offensive holding every play if you wanted to, and you can call illegal contact five yards down the field every play if you wanted to. I think it happens so much. It's, it's almost weird when they do call it. So anyway, I was, I was, I was, I was it was a back door effort, and uh, I was just. I was curious. 
And I'm also curious. Well, you, said, you said all that, Mike. I didn't say anything. You're right. No, no, you're right. You're right. Uh, believe me, I would never, I, I've told you this before, I will never put you in a position where you feel like you are criticizing them. I'm only asking kind of what, what in the first question, just kind of what they had, had told you. Now, have you, you've been around this game for a long time. Have you ever seen balls bounce up the way they do? Or have you ever seen quarterbacks like, Garoppolo be physically in the grasp and not just just fling it to the sideline, but complete the pass. It was just uncanny. And I, I give credit to them. I mean, I'm not taking credit away from them, but it's, I feel like we're to that point now as we enter week 13 that sometimes the ball just does not bounce the way you want it to. Yeah, well, it's it certainly, look, when you're not winning, it feels like all the bounces go against you. And, and um, you know, when you are, when you are having success, it feels like they all go for you. And so, look, that, that's, that, it's probably an exaggeration. Um, but, you know, when, when you're not winning and you recognize that the, your margin for error is small and that these games are coming down to one or two plays and you're not getting them, um, it's going to feel that way. And so, look, I've, you know, turnovers and takeaways over the years, I always feel like they come in bunches. And, and uh, um, a lot of that has to do with exactly what you just said, the ball bouncing one way. It comes off the shoulder pad or a helmet of a player and, and bounces to your guy instead of their guy. And we haven't had a lot of that happen for us, and it feels like we've had a lot happen against us. So we've got to make our own uh, good fortune. Um, and I, you know, I'm confident that we can do that. Uh, you know, one of the things that's been a real positive, I think over the last few weeks is I think we've seen the return of, of uh, championship caliber defense. Um, and, and so that, that gets me excited and makes me feel positive. And, and I, I see the, uh, I see our offense moving the football. Um, I see some young players, uh, playing well and, and developing and improving. And so there, there are a lot of positives. Now, look, when you're not winning, you're going to get all the naysayers. You know, I'm sure Bobby and, and Mike DeTier, you know, woe is me, the sky is falling, you know, nobody's any good, et cetera, et cetera. I know that's going to be, the, you know, their mantra because, you know, that's what they think the fans want to hear. But from our standpoint, from my standpoint, inside the building, I'm looking for the things that are positive that we can build on. And I think I see a number of those things. And I know you don't like to, um, you know, kind of pick out certain players because it is a team game. But we've talked about Caden Ellis a little bit. And Zach Bond last week had one of those games as well where he, you know, just was a little bit of everywhere. That was very impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, you've mentioned a couple guys. I, I see development and Paulson Adebo and Alante Taylor. I see uh, um, Tyron Matthew getting more comfortable and Marcus May kind of coming off an injury and, and and doing some good things. And offensively, you know, I think Cesar Ruiz has taken a huge step this year um, in terms of his play. And, and I see, you know, Ryan Ramchick had a tough season last year with all the injuries, and yet I see him, you know, back to... The, the high caliber player that he's been for us, and so there, there's a lot of good things that have that have been happening, um, and and but they get clouded over when the result isn't what you want. Back with Saints executive VP and general manager Mickey Loomis after the break. 
as the Saints get ready for Tampa Bay in Tampa on Monday night. And later in the show, we'll talk to another executive vice president, this one of basketball operations. David Griffin of the 12-8 New Orleans Pelicans will join us. But first... This time out on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required, minimum monthly payment, down payment, Tax and delivery may be required. See store for details. Speaking with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis, and we've talked about some players, and it was his first time in the NFL on the field, and that's Trevor Penning. And I don't, I don't know what one expects from a rookie offensive lineman to have to go into that kind of situation. Was it, other than the penalties, was it about? I don't know how he graded out other than the penalties. It may have done great for all I know. I don't know. You, you know, we get focused in on, 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 on the penalties. How, how did he do? Yeah, I think. Look, it was it was a, a, a first game. <laughs> That's what it was, and, and uh, probably about the level of performance you expect. You don't expect the penalty. Look, he got caught in a bad uh, uh, circumstance and ended up with a with a penalty that that really cost us because of the uh, the call on the other side of the field. But look, he'll develop. It was his first uh, uh, go round after you know being off for a long time and and hadn't had a lot of practice, so. I'm confident that that he's going to be the player we expect him to be. As you look, and we're getting ready to take a break and and say goodbye to you. And, and at this juncture, sometimes the the team that that plays in the building next to you, and that's the New Orleans Pelicans, have had rough starts. And by the time football season ends, the Pelicans have been struggling. But that is not the case this year. And it's great to see because I know you're very close, obviously, with Mrs. Benson owning both teams. Uh, to see them, and we're going to talk with David Griffin here in a little bit, to see them get off to the kind of start that they have. And you watch the excitement in the you know late spring, early summer last year when they just fought tooth and nail uh, to get into the playoffs. Yeah, look, first of all, it's, it's, it's great to have them doing so well, um, winning. Uh, first of all, it takes a little bit of heat off us. <laughs> Uh, so we like that. I'd like us both to be winning, um, but I, I get excited about their team because of the traits and the uh, the qualities that I see in their players and their staff. You know, being smart, being tough, being competitive. Um, you know, it feels like they've got great team chemistry. They've got you know great leadership, and those are the qualities that we've we've we have in our building and and. Um, I'm excited for them, excited for David, and I know how hard it, it's been for them and their staff, Willie Green and his staff, to um, get a young team, you know, turn turn the uh, the, the culture and, and develop a winning program, and, and they're on their way. They're not there yet. Nobody should be crowning them. It's, it's, uh, they're 20 games into the season, but, man, we sure like what we see so far. And finally, for for your team, four and eight against five and six. There's nobody above five hundred in the NFC South. It is what it is. Somebody's going to win the division, and guess what? Somebody's going to host a game on a playoff weekend. And I know it's been this one game mentality this season, and that will continue, I'm sure, this week. 
Yeah, look, we just we just got to be focused, and we will be focused on on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and trying to find a way to win a game on the road on Monday night. All right, Mickey, we appreciate it. Thanks. We'll be talking. I know you're going to stick around. We'll be talking with David Griffin after this. So thanks for your time as we kind of talk a little Saints, and we'll talk a little Pelicans after the break. All right, Mike. Let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. As we said, Mickey Loomis and Pelicans Executive Vice President of Basketball Operations, David Griffin, will join the conversation. The Pelicans winners last night over Oklahoma City, and they will wrap up November tomorrow night at home against Toronto. So keep it right here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.